Welcome to the only podcast that poses one question and one question only to everyone there. Are you movie mad? I am Andrew Jones. And, and I am movie mad, aren't I? You I are, am movie mad. You, there we go. That was that was quick. That's a disappointing episode and you talked <laughs> over me, which is not what host is meant to have. I'm like, new to this. Your co-host. Co-deputy. <laughs> vice. Yes, sir. Squad. Take out all the drugs. <laughs> show, show, me, show me all the drugs. I'm sorry, I've got oh, a squad in my head everything. and I've got Taylor Swift now. I've got a squad in my head and I've got Margot Robbie. Oh. <laughs> and Jay Courtney. Oh. And Joe Kinnaman. Oh. And Will Smith. Oh. And Viola Davis. Ooh. <laughs> Who else? Who else can we name from the thing? That's Ben not... Affleck for five minutes. Oh, yeah, he's going to be there. Aren't we excited of the continuation of that stuff? I heard Suicide Squad is literally two hours of Superman just knocking on his coughing. Coughing? His coughing. coughing. Yeah, you know, he's got a coughing. He's Pokemon Go at the moment. <laughs> coughing! Superman! Coughing! Superman! This is the worst thing you could have ever done. <laughs> and you know who wrote it? Who? Zack Snyder. Ah, yes. Yeah. Big fan of Pokemon Go, he is. <laughs> We have gone off the rails, <laughs> and hey, we're a minute in. So this is a podcast where people talk, us two, yep. and watch films. Now, Johnny here proclaims via his online username to be movie mad. Why do you think I'm silent on Twitter these days? Because <laughs> I don't believe... I've talked to him for so many years, and every time I mention a movie, he'll shake his head at me like, I don't know what you're talking about, mister. Tell me. <laughs> And it's aggravating because we're talking about great films. Great films that, you know, kind of more off the beaten track than maybe, you know, your Godfathers, your Sits and Canes, your Roman Polanski raped a woman movies. <laughs> Is that actually a film? Was there yeah, footage out there? Did Angelica Houston release the footage? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Start Again. No, <laughs> it keeps it in. We always keep it in. <laughs> And uh, we, we're starting with something simple, a film that is genuinely brilliant, and if Johnny hasn't seen it, then he is a sadist and a disgusting human being. It's The Burbs! Have you seen it? No. Well, you fucking... <laughs> Ask me again in about two hours. <laughs> Why does that mean? Are you going to watch it? I might do. Well, by the miracle of podcasting, then. <laughs> I'm going to... Do, what do you know about The Burbs? Right, all I know is what I've seen on. I've got a, I've got a copy on Blu-ray, and you have the steelbook. Which right I'm here, at right wonderful now. steelbook from Arrow Video, by the way. And the steelbook and my Blu-ray both have the same cover, which is Tom Hanks just stood, looking not happy, looking off to the his his right oh. at something. I wonder what he's looking at. Stage um, left is what stage we call left. it. Stage um, left in the industry and the theatre industry. He's holding a spatula. In one hand. Yes, he is. And a hose in the other. And there's lightning in the background. He's in the middle of the street. Now, I don't know what to make of that. Is um, it a street? Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Oh, no. And on the back Burb of your steelbook... Boulevard of Broken Burb. <laughs> on the back of your steelbook, you've got a trunk full of skulls. Which looks intriguing. No license plate. No. Because license plate so, are for licenses. Are for people like Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx. 
Law-abiding citizens. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... That's the quality, by the way, of <laughs> joke I'm going for. Welcome. All I, all I know... I have a feeling it, it involves terrorists, because I'm pretty sure I listened to a podcast somewhere where it, the film We do not pimp other podcasts. And, but they mentioned the burbs, and I don't recall everything, but I, I recall terrorism being a major plot. It was a conversation about 9-11. Yeah. And the films that predicted it. Yeah. Yeah. So this predicts 9-11. Right. Yeah. Okay. He's also barefoot in this. I didn't realise that until now. And he's in a dressing gown. Of course he's in yeah. barefoot. He's not going to put slippers on, is he? Well, he's outside. He really should. He should. should. I mean, yeah, we're not talking about... It's a character. They don't yeah. always do what they should do. They do what they have to do for dramatic purposes. Because otherwise it just looks like he stood in a studio. And, and that would never have happened. That wouldn't have happened. No. He was legitimately there on a yeah. weirdly rounded street. Oh, what's the lightning hitting? Right, it's hitting, it's hitting a particular house. Is that the the Burb house? Who is the Burbs? That's... <laughs> I think that's a terrorist house. I mean, he's actually genuinely putting it up to his face at this point, just staring at it to see if that adds more and detail. The other side looks Enhance so, it. The other side looks so bright and pretty. So it's the other side like Desperate Housewives. And or I would say the Stepford. That's Wise. that's a future oh my. episode. <laughs> Stay tuned as ever. Your wow. list is just so long. We have at got. This point. We, I, we've been compiling this list for what seems like months. Well, for my life, <laughs> you certainly avoided taking away to from the list fair, for your life. I have been spending most of my time as movie mad watching new releases. So. So you're mad about new movies. Yeah. Well. Oh, you're mad for. Oh, they're not <laughs> great. I mean, no, not not all gold films are great either. You know. Yeah. Catwoman's old. Ah, oh, Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that the whole way through. Actually, so we could do that in the future. I episode. saw. I only saw a bit of it when a friend was over from the states. He was staying here, and we were showing him. Look, look what's on our movie channels. Turned over. Benjamin Bratt was having a basketball session. <laughs> I was like, oh. Apparently, this is Catwoman. Halle Berry's not in this bit at all. It's just Benjamin Bratt. I did have sweating. the PS2 game of it, oh which is fun. You are I got so... to whip people. Oh, my God. That's just how I spend my spare time, right? right? Don't judge me. We all have, you know, particular fetishes. And then I'll put the game in. <laughs> Sometimes you want to relive your Catwoman years. <laughs> Kitten years. <laughs> you know, as Rolling Stones used to have. Anyway. Anyway. You think it's about terrorists who terrorists do what? Terrorists who use a lightning machine to... Like a weather machine? Yeah. Okay. Terrorists who use a weather machine and um, Tom Hanks just stands in the road for an hour and a half. Like a protest. Staring vote. at them. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like, I don't know what the protest was, but the, you know, the iconic picture of that one guy stood in front of the tanks? In Tiananmen Square. Yeah. Protesting um, the Chinese government. Yeah, basically that, but with Tom Hanks and terrorists. Right. And lightning. What do you know about Joe Dante as a director? Um, I know he did Gremlins. Okay. So I'm expecting the Gremlins are the terrorists. Wow. I, I, do you want me to write that down as a genuine <laughs> prediction? See, if I don't say that, it will happen. Um, but if you I, do say that, I, would, I mean, it's set, there's a Blu-ray here. It's not going to change based on your prediction. You understand? It's been set in stone since 1989. 
No, the blue it's light's locked. rewriting itself as we speak. My goodness, what are we doing? <laughs> um, no, I I have a feeling that a gremlin will pop up in some shape or form, even if it's the tiniest little sort of cameo just in the background. You know how like Pixar do it with they they stick Buzz Lightyear in there. I've always said Joe Dante is like the Pixar of movie <laughs> making, like actual physical live action movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, all I know. He would always him... do sequels which focus on the wrong character and just tell their story annoyingly. Cast two. <laughs> Cast two. But all I know so far is, yeah, he's done. He did um, Gremlins mm-hmm. and Gremlins Two: The New Batch. Thank you. Full title. And you know, Gremlins is one of the films which I don't get why people love it so much. Is it's fine, but it really needs a reboot. I find. Would you like it to be rebooted by the guy who wrote? Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? As novels? Probably not. Well, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, the film, was pretty fun. But as novels. The books that they originated from. Because that's what you're getting. Oh. Yep. Seth Graham Smith. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, are they actually doing it? I no, thought yeah. they were doing Gremlins 3. Mm, it's a pseudo-reboot, pseudo-sequel, whatever hybrid crap they can do to pull the bunters in. Mm. So is it going to involve time travel and Chris Hemsworth? And obviously, Leonard Nimoy's corpse will be yeah. woke, broke, woken up again, and they'll just—that's what the lightning's for. The gremlins will put sunglasses on him and a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> he's not dead. He's watching Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's like, oh, why is he speaking? Isn't that Christopher Lee now? Where's Christopher <laughs> Lee gone? And suddenly, Christopher Lee's body's dug up as well. And everyone, and then of course, yeah, you know, because it's Joe Dante, it's everyone who's dead. So Anton Yelchin has to be dug up. Oh, he's got to bury the X first. Oh, I've just had a look at the. The cast. Who's in it? Bruce Stern. I would not have even guessed that Bruce Stern would attach himself to I this. didn't want to, you to see the cast Sorry. before you see it. No, no, it's I, fine. It I is just, on the disc. You I can't. gave it to me. <laughs> I um, a lot of Carrie things. Fisher. Carrie Fisher? Carrie Fisher, rather. Larry Fisher. So, that would be fun. Who else? And Corey Feldman. I don't know who Rick Common. You will know him by the end of this film. Okay. I know of Fat Corey Dan Feldman. Feldman. Like, I know the name, and I probably know the face. Yeah, you'll know the voice. You'll know the voice, because it's just uh-huh. like, oh, it's perfect skater dude. Yeah, so, I'm assuming he's a kid in it, because he's not done anything when he was an adult. I'm not going to... I'm not going to touch that. Or is he Tom Hanks? And what about Wendy Shell? Who? Do you watch American Dad? No. Aha, uh-huh. well, that's your thing. Uh, I've seen that. it, but I don't like watch it. Ah, well, she's you know the the central female character, if you will. Oh, high class. So it's a it's a great cast. Yeah, it's a great I... cast. Bruce Stern. Does he not mention still... Henry Gibson there? Nope. Blimey, oh rhymey. Henry Gibson doesn't get a shout out on the credits on the billing block. That is some contractual issues. I would want to protest. Um, yeah. So we're gonna watch a film about terrorists. And yep. Tom Hanks and a spatula. And lightning. And lightning. Don't forget the lightning. I always forget the lightning. I have to forget lightning. It scares me. Does he dog. use the spatula to... Like... Bat away the lightning. Yeah. No, bat away the terrorists who are running at him. And then any other terrorists, he just uses the hose. He uses the hose. hose. But yeah. the lightning and the hose is a dangerous combination. Water and electricity. When they mix, what's going to happen? Well, we'll find out. Are you ready to watch the burbs? I'm ready to watch the verbs. Will you become movie mad? 
I will become movie mad. I already am movie mad. But will you become movie mad over this film? Will you fight? Will you be mad about the movie? I think or so. Will you be movie mad? I hope I will because it's Tom Hanks, and he's never and done a bad film. Yeah, in his life, ever, <laughs> never, not a single film not you could once. say hand on heart that was bad. No, Tom Hanks is a living legend. He's still living, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be back once we've watched. Joe Dante's The Burbs. It was a nice place to live. He said he thinks the Clopex are evil incarnate. Well, you're much too smart to fall for that, aren't you, honey? But now... Carol! You wouldn't want to visit there. God, I love this street. Tom Hanks. I think we are overreacting. No. The Burbs. It's one hell of a neighborhood. Well, that's The Burbs. Yeah. That sounds positive. Good, good reaction there. <laughs> It was different to what I was expecting. No terrorists. No terrorists. No terrorists. I, you know, I think I probably heard that from a podcast where it was like a, given a suggestion for a reboot Okay. idea. And they wanted to go down a terrorism route. Everyone wants to go down a terrorist route. <laughs> They're always recruiting. It's the way to go. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was... Lightning machine? Yeah, no lightning machine, but lightning kind of, did happen. But I it has a conductor. I, yeah, I thought at first that that was what it was going to be. It was some sort of. I thought it was going to be some sort of Frankenstein experiment right. down in the basement. Um, but it looked very, very different to what I thought oh. it would. Well, in general, the film. Yeah. Okay. It had a very um, sitcommy look. Right. Like it. It didn't feel like it was a movie to me. That's interesting. It felt like it was a long sitcom episode. Just Is that because of the self, whole self-contained element to it? I mean, the self-contained element and just the whole look of it. It looked sort of... Bright. Yeah, bright and fake. That sort of, you know... Sit- yeah. Right. Um, but And it was strange to see Corey Feldman old... Pizza dude. Um, but I did like him. He was great, just peppered throughout as basically us. Hmm. Um, but uh, but when you meet him, I mean, he's one of the many people in the suburbs watching everyone in the suburbs. So yeah, everyone at that point is yeah. the audience participation element. Yeah, but then by the end, you're like, he, he's, and then he looks to the camera like, yeah, yeah, he is us. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> He breaks the fourth wall. Um, I'm going to spoil a film from 1989. I'm sorry, it's just life. Everyone's gutted that it's not about terrorists. Or about spatulas. <laughs> yeah, where was the spatula? There's, there's a hose. There was a hose, But yeah. Bruce Dern's the yeah. one holding it. Yeah. So That's it's not thing. really... Like, maybe, maybe did he hold a spatula in the kitchen no. at one point? No. No. I thought maybe I'd missed that. But I remember when they were putting the, uh, po- the uh, artwork together for this... Re- Blu-ray release that uh, one of the guys at Arrow was saying, you know, they got the poster and they're trying to work out why is there a spatula in there? Yeah. What is that about at all? Is that a spatula? Is that what they're recreating? Just a bizarre, random thing. But I did spot the Gremlins reference. Oh yeah. Did you spot the Gremlins reference? I'd like to hear. It was a cereal box. He has turned Gremlins into cereal box, cereal pieces of cereal. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was is it that... called? Gremlins, wasn't it? Is that not what it was called? What, the one they were eating during Jeopardy? 
I don't know if they're eating it during Jeopardy. I saw it earlier on. No. At the be- at, right at the beginning. There's theme. a couple of these random, weird cereals lying around. Oh, right. Well, I saw Gizmo right on the box there. <coughs> oh, gosh. I don't know Sorry, I've allergic a... reaction to <laughs> I don't know whether that was a real cereal. Could have been back, back then. Everything I was could... a cereal back yeah. then. That's the thing. There yeah. were Dante's. I could, I could see you them can, having a... You can get, like, a special Dick Miller in every box. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Tom Hanks was very Tom Hanks sometimes. Not all the time, but he, he did his... Oh, Tom you Hanks. mean doing this? Yeah, really yeah. crazy. Yeah. 80, that's 80s Hanks, though. Yeah. And it's coming off Bosom Buddies doing this real... It took me a while to, um, to kind of get used to the fact that Carrie Fisher was his wife and not his mother. I thought at the very beginning, I thought it was wow. his mother, and I thought his son was his little brother. Wow! Because... You know, if you look at him, he's just a little. You know, maybe I've just got big in my head, but <laughs> that's what I had. And then I was like, "Why is he calling his mother by her first name?" And then I realised, and I was like, "That's it. just." At that point, Colin Hanks existed. Do you understand that, right? Really? That's how. My God. Yeah, that's how you know old Tom Hanks was at that point. Yeah. N- it's just that Carrie Fisher did whole... a lot more drugs than Tom Hanks has ever done. <laughs> so her ageing progression has veered wildly. Yeah, through the so whole film, for the whole film, I was, I just couldn't, I'm still not used to it. Like, I, it just doesn't feel right. Is it because you want to be his lover and you're really upset not... that Carrie Fisher... <laughs> Everyone done... wants to be Tim, Tom Hanks' lover. What about Tim Hanks? What... Tim Hanks gets Tim no Hanks. love. <laughs> Poor Tim. You know, he gets less love than Chet Hayes. <laughs> I see. Is there an actual Tim Hanks? I hope there is. Oh, there is now. Did he change his name to Alan? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, it was it was fun. Mhm. But that yeah, it just sounds... it just felt like a long. It it felt it felt right to be watching it on a TV. Okay. Like if I'd gone to the cinema to see it. It just, I don't know whether it would have translated well. Do you know how much, how well, how well this did at the box office? No, I can't. Huge flop. Huge really? flop, yeah. I was thinking it might have done well because Tom Hanks. That's the thing. You think, oh, it's it's a comedy film from Tom Hanks, but it's also kind of a horror comedy from the guy who did Gremlins. So yeah. it should be like this electric buzz in the cinema. It mustn't have cost that much to make. Mm. I mean, I, I'm guessing the most amount of money they spent on it was on Tom Hanks. Yeah, I would assume that's the kind yeah. of thing. So what we're talking in nineteen eighties terms as well, probably like what twenty, twenty five million max. See that that feels too much. It does feel quite a lot. Yeah. As I say it out loud, it's even that feels maybe even like fifteen. Yeah, um, I was hoping that it would be sort of a running joke with the house having his own its own ecosystem, <laughs> sort of. You know, at the very beginning, he steps past the line. There's this perfect and... lawn, and then straight to this. Awful norm. And wind and... Just everything like, suddenly changes. On the other side, it's absolutely fine. But on this side, it's just tornadoes everywhere. I was hoping that would be a bigger thing. But you're, you're thinking of a modern-day style comedy where they would do that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, probably. It's yeah. Said in its own time. It's strange. It's got a lot of that, oh, they could probably turn this into a whole thing, but it's just it's just a random segment. It's kind of strange in that way. Do you want to talk about the plot? We haven't talked yes. about the plot. We've yeah, actually let's talk just about the plot. explained. You know, we don't even know what it is. It's just this thing. So, what are the, what are the burbs? It's just a, the suburbs. The it's suburbs. A, it's a 
Not a close, what's it called? A cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. Not Which, a cul-de-sac. I got, the, I got this great quote uh, during Dick Miller, the garbage man. Yeah. Going crazy. I hate cul-de-sacs. There's, always, there's only ever one way out. <laughs> I did like that. That is yeah, just that was a sublime. Good I, um, I like, there was one little line about uh, gallons of holy water, mm. which that just... From not Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> who kept popping in my yeah. head. Every time I used to, when I used to watch this as a child, I was always like, "Oh, it's the Tom, H- it's the other Tom Hanks Dan Aykroyd movie." <laughs> yeah, it's Dragnet and the Burbs. It took for years. I just, I just assumed, yeah, it's that fat guy. He's trying to be funny. It's Dan Aykroyd, trying to be funny. Got to, got to emphasize that. <laughs> <laughs> that seems harsh, but kind of true. Yeah, kind of yeah. true. What else has he been in? I don't know. <sighs> Yeah, I think he was just, you know, Henry Gibson took him into his basement after this film and then disposed of the body. <laughs> that was it. Anyway, plot. Um, ah. So, cul-de-sac. Um, a new... Hinkley new Hills, name. we should mention. Hinkley Hills, town. yeah. Mainsville Place. Mainsville Place. Um, new neighbours move in. Germans. So, obviously, something's up. Well, they're not Slavic. Were they Slavic? No! I heard hands, so... I'm quoting the film you've just watched and you don't even... Oh, he took yeah, you nail it Yeah, it really hasn't stuck with me. It's... That's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, it's not awful. It's But it's not... It's very much not awful, it's you not... son of a bitch. <laughs> you have Hans, the boy. Yeah. The ginger little child. Yes. The weird, creepy, child. pale... Yeah. Terrifying monster. Yeah. And I... Um... I was hoping it would end in the uh, in the ambulance. Okay. I I we'll get. I was thinking that was where it was going to end. Right, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> gonna, you, you jump, I'm just jumping all over. You don't want to talk about this film. You want to end it as quickly as possible. There's an ambulance involved. There's a guy named Hans. It's the Burbs. <laughs> sorry, classic right, terrorist movie. So, Hans and his family move in. Although no woman just hands his, his uncle, uncle Reuben and and the doctor his I other think uncle Werner? the brother is that what they said I couldn't quite hear the name I've never heard the name properly I think it was Werner yeah sounds right oh he sounds right it's German <laughs> <laughs> it's Hans Reuben and Werner the Germans <laughs> the Klopex the Klopex the Klopex that's the family name yeah how many times yeah sorry they say it so often. You didn't have subtitles on, right? Why would I have subtitles on? You want to appreciate the beauty of apparently the sitcom-looking film. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's basically Tom Hanks, Bruce Stern, and um, cheap Dan Aykroyd Mm -hmm. um, are running around the place trying to... The place. The burbs. They're running around the burbs. Yeah. The titular burbs. Trying to figure out whether these new neighbours are killers. Why would they think they're killers? That's the thing. Because when they step on their lawn, <laughs> the wind starts blowing. And that's not just a good wizard? <laughs> or we just assume immediately they've killed someone to get the power of wind? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they got the rune. Well, no, there, there was the dodgy moment when uh, little ginger kid... Um, Hans! Hans. Um, puts a, bin, a bag in the bin... Apparently that's dodgy. He, 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 the garage door opens. There's a green light emanating yeah. from it. 
He slowly drives down the driveway. Yeah. No headlights. No headlights. Opens the door. Takes a big bin bag out. Shoves it in the bin. Smashes it a bunch of times to get it to fit in there. And yeah. then drives back down. That's it. Who drives the end of the driveway like that? That's bizarre. <laughs> that is really weird. Come on. If you, right, yeah, if you saw that and you were a paranoid neighbour, a white neighbour in a weird America, perfect American family, and you saw this crazy German guy do that. Yeah. Alarm rates. Come on. I did feel bad for Tom Hanks the whole time because he just wanted a a nice week off. That's all he wanted. I've got a week off, by the way. That's why I'm doing so much about the podcast. (coughs) You have a week off? You don't have a week off. Yeah, I just had a week off. Uh, (coughs) Why didn't I see that? (laughs) Wordplay! The audience cut it off way before you. Oh, man. But yeah, I felt bad for Tom Hanks. He just poor little fella just wanted a week off. But he pushes it on himself as well. I mean, as soon as everyone else is like, "Hey, let's do this," it's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do that. Let's do this. I'll do this. I'll let's do that. I'll do that." Every time. Yeah. He succumbs to peer pressure at every moment. Yeah, I think if um if we had actual Dan Aykroyd, it would be a bit more fun because it would be like, wow. That's it would be a proper like holy trinity. If oh, that means crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Of true crazy. Yeah. Because he would believe that the skulls that they have in their furnace are actually crystal. <laughs> he'd, he'd pour vodka in <laughs> I've got a great idea for this. <laughs> Who are you going to call? I don't know. I hate myself. Why is this still going? Oh, boy. Oh. <sighs> his cameo in that movie was an embarrassment. I liked his cameo in that one. I don't go to Chinatown and I don't drive that night well, and I ain't afraid of ghosts. No. No, I just like no. the, um... Nah, it's a... What, <coughs> what do you call it? A, um... Oh, one of those science technical terms because he's a ghost Phase buster, five but he's also or something. a taxi driver. <sighs> You've jumped ahead of few years. Very depressing. That's an embarrassment. Good film, but that is... Not how you do it. As Montel Jordan has never said. <laughs> this isn't how you do it. <clears throat> I would like to read um, the theory and practice of demonology. The uh, book that yeah. Hanks, Ray. Yeah, and then um, all of a sudden Carrie Fisher's reading it. it oh, like... she, he, he obviously brought it to bed. Yeah. That's like reading. Yeah. And then because... You didn't Not see Dan her pick it up. It. You just saw her reading it. <clears throat> you... Joe Dante knows that you'll make assumptions as to what happens. So he doesn't have to show you everything. Mm-hmm. Shows you the key moments. Like, you know, Tom Hanks watching horror movies on TV all the time. That was a nice little moment. Just, I just... like the um, the dream sequence as well. Just to get to that dream sequence. Yeah. That great little dream sequence of para- true paranoia turning into an embellished white man fantasy of what could really go wrong in the suburbs and thus justifying everything he does after that <laughs> it's a he's a questionable lead he's a Tom Hanks yeah, well no that's the character yeah he's just never there yeah he I was really disappointed with him because like it's Tom Hanks I, sh- I should be feeling warmer with him 
you know, if that makes sense. And since he's around so many dogs as well, I mean, actually, yeah. we have more of a, oh, they're going to die factor. <laughs> Spoiler, sorry. That is not your room. <laughs> I know quotes from Turner and Hooch. Hooch, don't die on me, Hooch. Hooch, I love you, Hooch. Hooch, you're my That's best friend. That's got to be love a you, future Hooch. episode. Turner and Hooch. I think I've just spoiled it, so I don't think it will be. <laughs> We can do a double bill with that and sleeping dogs. And Marley and me. Wow. Marmaduke. <laughs> Marmaduke. Marmaduke. No, I don't. I've not seen that and I don't want to. Clifford. Just, is there a movie? There oh. is a 2006 movie of Clifford. Is it um, CGI? I believe it's just a thing. A thing? Like a DVD that exists. So you see Clifford's thing? It's big, it's red. <laughs> Clifford's big red dog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We have hit a peak, is what they say <laughs> when they climb. Even, even, um... Sam even, Worthington, even, even, even Josh Neeson. Brolin, Liam Neeson, they're all it's up there. impressed. <coughs> it's jealous. Yeah. He goes up his bed. daughter, he goes, hide under the bed. It's going to take you. <laughs> you just hear her scream for a while. Oh, Clifford, not again. I'm trying to th- think what else I liked about this. Um, Corey Feldman's jacket, his leather jacket with silver studs all over it's it. It's very 80s. Yeah. It's very... He's probably just something he got off his own wardrobe and brought to set. Yeah, I... It's that kind of thing. I feel like he wasn't even <coughs> hired to be in it. He, he was just, just hanging around. He just... <laughs> yeah, he was just hanging around. Hey, everybody! Ordering pizza and... Pizza dude. <laughs> oh, that line... But if I ever say it, people just immediately think it's turtles. It's the really arrival annoying. of Pizza Dude was pretty fun as well. That's, you know, peak. Yeah. And, and all it's all the cinema pieces. hitting itself. Oh my goodness. I love that film. I love this film. And I don't like that you're kind of so... Yeah, I just didn't... Yeah. It's it's weird in that yeah. sense. Is that it's not quite this, it's not quite that in terms of... Yeah, its style is kind of strange. It's all American. Yeah. It's all happy-go-lucky, perfect suburbia. It's a bubble mm. that's been burst. And I just love that it does that kind of thing. That it's just, yes, we're doing this. But we know that it's goofy and silly to do that and to have that artistic level, so we also play about with it. Mm. The sequence in which they, uh, Ray and, not Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> find the bone. Oh, right, yeah. And they just hold it for a while and say, you know, this is our neighbour's femur. Ah! And they scream and it goes, zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out, extreme close up. Whoa, Wayne's World style. Yeah. It is just, oh, it's so silly. Speaking of that scene, from now on, if I ever get angry while drinking cans of drink. Just crunch up those cans. <laughs> just crunch up those cans, sir. Um, so, you haven't even really got, so who are the players? Who are the we, yeah, we know that Tom Hanks. Tom is Hanks. This, he's having this guy who's having a week off from work. He's obviously in a bad place. Yep. Kay Fisher's his wife saying, just go away from this place. Have a proper vacation, but he doesn't want to. He wants to be lazy. Yep. We have Art. Brewster. The neighbour. No, not Dan Aykroyd. Not Dan Aykroyd, so. Who is the direct neighbour of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Who is thus two stops over from the Clopex. And... Corey Feldman, does he own that? Is that his parents' his, house? His parents', his parents house. house. Yeah. But do you see his parents? No, they're not. They're, no. They've gone for the week. Yeah, they make that it abundantly clear. Really he's strange. there to. He's there. He's got to paint the house. Yeah. So he's doing that all week. Yeah. Whilst his parents are on holiday. 
Okay. He's obviously, you know, been charged to do that because he's a bloody kid who's not doing anything, so he has to do something for his life. He's not a kid, though. That's, that's, that was what was weird. Yeah, he's like, he's an 18, he's like 18, 19. Yeah. He's a Still, Corey Feldman, he's like forever 13. Forever young. <laughs> he wants to be forever young. Because of all the tail he could get. <laughs> all those and, handsome girls. And we've got Freestan, who is a military man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got. He's got a flagpole in front of his yard. And raises the American flag every day. That's the kind of. And a surprisingly doing. hot wife. Wendy Shaw. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, I'm he's, sorry. I'm, he's won at life. I'm disappointed she didn't have more to do. It's a shame, but she does what, what she does very well. She's a, she's there as a screen queen. Yeah. She does that really well. Those couple of moments where she has to react to look and scream when the camera pushes in. Oh, amazing. Hmm. Oh, you're not impressed? Well, yeah. Are you Shania Twain? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Yeah, it just do not impress on me much. That won't keep you warm on a cold, lonely night. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. Me neither. Something about Brad Pitt? Probably. Yeah. Brad Pitt doesn't impress anyone much anymore. <laughs> not unless you're a big fan of By the Sea. Out on Blu-ray now. I... Never even caught that. No one did. That will be a future episode. No, it will <laughs> never be seen by any human being unless they're Angelina Jolie Pitt. <laughs> um, oh. What else was it? Um, <laughs> so, and there's Walter, who's the angry old bitter yeah. neighbour who disappears. Who disappears? Oh, where's he gone? Yeah. Um, there was something I was gonna say about. Walter. Oh yeah, I was watching this the whole time, thinking, "Well, this isn't the worst thing that's happened to him." Not Walter. Um, Bruce Stern's character, who is called. Why have I forgotten her name already? I don't remember his name in this one. I forget now. But um, <laughs> I was I was sat watching, going, "Ah, that's not the worst thing that's happened to him." Just wait until he finds out what happened to his son. For the record, Johnny is a huge Tarantino fan. Was. Was a huge Tarantino fan. And then Hateful Eight was my conscious uncoupling from my little cutie. Which let us open the doors to all these films that he's going to be watching instead. Maybe he'll find a director as good as Tarantino. Who Tarantino kindly ripped off. <laughs> no, you've got nothing to say about that. No, I accept the fact that he ripped off everyone. And you, are you anticipating ever finding someone to fill that hole for you? Um, I don't know. I don't know whether anyone will have as big an impact as my little cutie had when Just I was but a young movie mad. You're a child. young sheriff, ready to be blossomed. Yeah. And had a gaping hole waiting to be impacted. <laughs> exactly. Deep oh. impact. What? You're just naming a movie. That's not how things work. That's a reference on at a moment that just doesn't... Doesn't... No. No. Nope. Nope. So the burbs. The burbs. Clopex. Yeah. What do we know about them? When they go, they they're finally German. go over... They're German. They're German. The house. They, their wallpaper is awful. just doesn't even stick on. <laughs> they go over the house the first time. Yeah. Knock on the well, they knock on the door. Yep, yeah, and they have pets that are hiding in the wall. Oh, we're just jumping. Let's try to 
Was well, no, the that's house number? Well, it was 669. Switches to 666. Smart. The wood panelling on the floor? Oh, well, yeah. But that happened twice, doesn't it? Twice. Two yeah. times. Was it both times Bruce Dan? Nope. Nope. Art first Wouldn't time, Bruce Dan second time. Yeah, so just falls just through the hole. It's rotting wood, yeah. so it's easy to fall through. Um, yeah, and then they and then knock, switches to 666, and then... They knocks out, uh, the sign knocks out the uh, lamp that's sitting outside, which yep. opens a hole to reveal... Their pets. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> filling gaping holes of young children. No, that's Woody Allen. Oh, let's get all the directors. <laughs> Every director you know and maybe love has loved someone who's too young for you. Has truly done a spotlight. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is where the uh, the hose pipe comes in. From the poster. Yes. But not from but, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Because he's being bitten by... Bitten. Stung by bees. Stung, yeah. Well, maybe they are just biting. Because if they sting, they're dead. So it's like, I'll just, I'll just nibble. Have a quick bite. Maybe. Bite Hanks. I mean, side yeah. of not Dan Aykroyd. Who wouldn't take up that offer? Yeah, I mean, all the all the bees in Hollywood are jumping <laughs> for that one. Unless so, the ones who end up having to work with Dan Aykroyd's younger, lesser impressive brother. <laughs> that's that's a tough job. Do you think he makes water bottles that are made out of skull heads? <laughs> for the winter times. Yeah. Vodka and hot water bottles to settle <laughs> down with. Here's a bouncy castle in the shape of a crystal skull. <laughs> it's like you're being brought up by the aliens every time you bounce. Was <laughs> <laughs> Dan Aykroyd in Kingdoms and Crystal Skull? No. Why did I think he was? Because was he's crystal skulled. I was going to say, it would have been perfect. It's because Shia LaBeouf's in that one, and Shia LaBeouf is uh, also Shia insane. <laughs> you, do you remember Shia LaBeouf? He's yes. not famous anymore so it's hard to remember if he was ever he sits in cinemas and watches his own movies oh what a wanker or stands in elevators for or sits around in was it uh, Manchester Manchester University or maybe Liverpool I think it was Manchester yeah just answering calls and letting people come over I tried that about 500 times oh my god that's desperate I just kept I allowed you in redialing redialing can we talk about that film (laughs) And it just I'm a big hose guy. <laughs> it never, it never connected. I never knew what I would have said though. Like if it, if he'd answered, I would just. Will you like, be in Charlie's Angels three? <laughs> I'd have just been like, so, so what is this? Okay. <laughs> just like I don't, I don't even know what I would have said. Oh, you would have asked him about the uh, extraordinary, uneventful life of Charlie Mc, whatever. What's that one called? Um, the necessary death of. Charlie McCloud with Zac Efron yeah no that's Charlie Charlie Bartlett it's called Charlie Bartlett it's Anton (laughs) Yelchin playing Shirley Buff I did like that one actually it's a really good film it is really nice film it ends with the eels I love anything that ends with the eels eels the eels oh is that a band it's a band alright Hey, Mark Everett my my musical knowledge goes from Johnny Cash and (sighs) stops there basically What's your favourite film? Right, last night I said it was Walk the Line because I didn't want to say Pulp Fiction because it's such a... Shitty film. It's... It's just such a... put your name on it. It's such a, like, the go-to answer. 
You can't be a go-to answer. You have to have an opinion that's so different that it might be not what you believe. I mean, Pulp Fiction, I always say, is my favourite film because it's the film that got me in, that created the movie Mad. That opened that gaping hole. Yeah. Um, Waiting to be crammed and impacted. But, um... But no, last night I did say walk the line because no this one ever gives that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> Wait, which one am I? <laughs> I don't know, you could be both. Got the eyebrows or I've got the round head? <laughs> Do I look like a banana? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't talk about that. Oh, <laughs> boy. That's, uh... Um, but yeah. Not enough. There's not enough love for Walk the Line. No, there's far too much love for Walk the Line. Not enough love for Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story, the superior version. The songs are better, but the jokes are better. (laughs) Johnny Cash's life is not a joke. No, that's the problem. Why would you make a comedy about it and not put any jokes (laughs) in? It feels really awkward. Just a terrible choice. It was Reese Witherspoon just before she did This Means War as well, so it's like she's in this comedy rampage. Oh, it wasn't just before. <laughs> Come on, it's not like she went from Walk the Line to This Means War. She did. She walked over the, the, the studio lot, sat down, was introduced by, to Chris Pine and Tom Hardy, said, we're going to shoot this film because in seven years' time these guys will be famous. And then she said, sure, and walked <laughs> off. And that was the film done. <laughs> Mook G is very quick at shooting and just likes to keep things in the vault. <laughs> Fair enough. That went nowhere. Thank you for yes-anding me, as all good Sorry. folk should be doing. My bad. I'm still getting oh, used to this uh, improv. It's just conversation. That's the worst part. It's just conversation. But, um, yeah, the burps. We haven't even got to Ruben. Ruben Klopek. Which one was Ruben? He wasn't a doctor. He's a grumpy one with um, a mouth. Yeah, he didn't have much of an effect on me. He's staring at Tom Hanks. Yeah, but all that's the time. all he did. He's just this creepy monster. Yeah. There wasn't enough in there for me. Like, <sighs> I was hoping for something else. I don't. I don't know. I was hoping about... for terrorists. That's what I went in. You were with. hoping for like the suburbs have fallen. Yeah. Just Gerard Butler <laughs> going around playing an American. Stabbing everybody. Telling everyone to go, go back to Fox Suburban Town. Whatever he'd say. Hey, you brown bastard. Head <laughs> fucky town. Oh, gosh. He's so racist in those films. <laughs> it's awful, but there's so much fun to watch as well. <laughs> so, right, we had Ruben, and then we had the Doctor, who never has a name. I think it's Werner. Werner. They mention it oh, once, right. but what? it's kind of muffled over. Okay. With Bruce Dern being really like, what's going on here, everyone? <laughs> but, um... But Werner? Yeah, he Henry looks Henry Gibson. Very... That's the big name. He looks he looks familiar. If you've seen the Blues Brothers, he is the head of the Nazis in that film. Oh, right. So much fun. He's just this great, creepy old guy, but uh, in Magnolia... Future episode. Oh boy, in Magnolia, he is phenomenal alongside William H. Macy. Just this great, great, oh, the great line he has is it's, you know, it's wrong to confuse children with angels. 
Is it wrong? I see. I've had that wrong all my life. Oh, Jonathan. <laughs> You're just having um, too much red, but it's giving you wings. But you know, you're still a child. <laughs> child with a gaping hole. He um he looked very much like a Doctor Frankenstein, so that's where I thought it was going. Once he appeared, that kind of creepy, perfect skin, but also yeah. a bit older and weirder. And yeah, what's once, he up to? Once he turned up. I thought that's what's going on in the basement. Right. You were dead sure there was something big. Yeah. They have that speech at the, midway through where Art talks about this creepy ice cream manager. Yeah. That who was kills pretty, his family. That was pretty fun. And hides it all. Just to set up, hey, look, suburbs sometimes have bad, bad things happen. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Like Desperate Housewives. Yes, all seven seasons. <laughs> bad things have happened in the suburbs. Thanks, Mark Cherry. <laughs> not that Mark Cherry not getaway so you say Mark Cherry I've got Max Cherry uh, Cherry Bail Bombs see I think Mark Cherry I think the famous music artist why don't you go away get away stay away get away go away get away you're hopelessly hopeless nothing no? Okay. No. I'll, just, I'll, I'll remind you later on <laughs> fans of Rest Development might automatically go oh yes <laughs> Just a <laughs> season four. Do you remember? I never caught season. I don't think I even. I might have watched the first couple of episodes. Well, to be fair, you know what? You're not hopelessly hopeless. That's a good way to go. Is just not. Just not ever. Yeah, really I wasn't worth. having fun with it, so I didn't bother with the rest. Yeah, not a good season. Unlike season of the Burbs. That did seem feel like a little season. Really? A sitcom. <laughs> what kind of show would start off, you know, in this kind of creepy thing, but have, like, the ending be so violent and tough? What? Co- tell me what the show would be. Pitch me the show. The actual The Burbs as a show. Oh, I think that would be the big season finale. Okay. that's where they spent all their money. But they're the building up to the show. So what's next season? Oh, no, sorry. What's the season before this? The season before... Season one. This was season one. This is season this one. Is season one. That's a way too big step. So what do you do after this? Where's your tonal... Every season is just a new... A new bunch of neighbours come in. A new... What? A whole bunch of neighbours? Well, a new... A new... In this Klopek house? Yeah. Okay. In A new group of neighbours move in every... Every season. A pseudo-family of some kind. To a household. a newly rebuilt house. Re- Okay, is it going to look different each time? No, it's going to look exactly, exactly. the same. And it's going to be the One's same be... outcome every single time. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> it's called Groundhog Year. Yeah. <laughs> Groundhog Close. I just had the idea of maybe, you know... One family, or well, one household moves in and it turns out it's always the 1900s as soon as you get over there. And it's this bordello in the West. Every time you walk over there, suddenly you're in the West. And everything you see outside is still the household, but there are cowboys and everything hanging out there. There's this piano guy, this blackjack, and then as soon as you walk over, they're gone. Creepy. Could work. Right? But so, the people hey. playing blackjack have to be dogs. Well, wait, they're dogs? Yeah. And they're playing poker? Yeah. I don't think you hear It could make for a nice painting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine... The billboards 
of just the painting. It says, hey, look, the show's on, but let's look at this painting that's in the show. Just put the painting with the burbs in the corner. <laughs> what channel? Is this a CBS? I oh, know. If it's a sitcom, it'd be like a... ABC. ABC? Say, yeah, yeah. broadcast yeah. company. So that you can work in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Blackish. <laughs> Both of them are very important. I've still not seen Blackish. Oh, but... you're a racist. That's why. <laughs> you, absolutely, you think, oh, gosh. The daughter of Diana Ross and the star of... Scream 4? Cradle to the Grave. That's a good one for Anthony Anderson. There we go. That needs to be a future episode. My goodness, I don't know how you've got to live this long without seeing Cradle to the Grave. I mean, it's got DMX and Anthony Anderson and Tom Arnold and Jet Li. I'm sold. <laughs> Jesus fucking... <laughs> I've got that on DVD. That's so embarrassing, I feel, right now. I actually do own a copy of that. <sighs> and the only thing I remember about that film, it starts off with an Eminem track. And it ends with Tom Arnold and Anthony Anderson in the tank talking about pitching a movie called Sidekicks. By Eminem track, you mean J.K. Simmons? Yeah. That's the... Yeah, and Billy West. Yeah. Both of them, they're riffing. Yeah. It's like, hey, motherfucker, why do you eat me? (laughs) Excuse me? Yeah, I'm yellow. (laughs) Fucking suck my cock. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not what the adverts always say? I haven't seen these adverts for a while, I just assumed. (laughs) <laughs> after whiplash that's what he's doing <laughs> no, that's not that tempo suck it harder that's not it's not my fucking tempo spotlight <laughs> <laughs> you just do a spit take <sighs> boy oh boy so so the burps <laughs> what is it they find let's get to the the meat of the issue is there anything really, or is it just There's paranoia? There's no meat per se. There's bones. They find bones. Yeah. The TV series. Yeah. Emily de Chanel and the guy <laughs> from Angel. What's his name? I don't know. I've Mr. Angel. Mr. Angel. Yeah. Mr. Angel and not new girl. <laughs> yeah. Old that's girl. Old girl. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> I can't fact check their ages, but I would assume <laughs> Emily's probably like a year or two younger. Well, if she's not new girl, she's got to be old girl. My favourite Spike Lee movie. <laughs> not a joint, I have to stress. It was not a joint, it was actually just a Spike Lee movie. Old girl. But, um, but yeah, they find uh, bones in the trunk. Which is annoying. Well, that's they... a, you've jumped a long way there. Wow. Yeah. But I you mean, said, what missed... do they find? Yeah, but they find nothing. They well, hunt through the house. They find first, nothing. But... They find sardines and pretzels, the most right, delicious yeah. snack of all. Yeah. Which is... Oh, poor, poor Tom Hanks. Because Carrie Fisher only had a pretzel. And then she's like, yeah, take the fucking salmon. Oh, yeah, no. Salmon. Sardines. Sardine. It can't be stressed more. It's a sardine straight out of a tin on a pretzel. That's always stuck with me, is that, is that, yeah. that sloshing sound. It's, it's before Tim and Eric, so it's that kind of... Very good photo mixing. Oh, God, it's just grotesque. Because it's the crunch as well. The crunch of the pretzel and the sloshy squishiness of the sardine. Yeah, and him picking out the sardine as well. Slowly. But then afterwards, having to have that, like, <laughs> sneezing moment. Oh, 
Tom Hanks is doing like this really strange tour de force of crazy. It's like amping up his little ideas and physical moments and sounds and noises. It's so strange, but it's so interesting. It's like it's just before he's going to start dramatic work. Just him doing that thing he does. That's been the episode. <laughs> I can't think we can top that. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> so they find nothing they the find basket. nothing they dig through they find the furnace it is crazy big unnecessarily yep. big and it goes up to what was it five five thousand yeah not quite nine thousand but disappointed no. there didn't didn't catch the mean that early on mm. so they blow up the house yep as you do you <laughs> go around your neighbour don't find anything you like gone yeah and that's why I thought when, um, because Tom Hanks is left in the house when it blows up. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh no, Tom Hanks is dead. Oh, obviously, no. it's Tom Hanks. Um, you're saying that like he does, he's never died in a film before. Have you not seen Captain Phillips too? <laughs> Man, he's just thrown overboard. As soon as he lands in the water, Captain Phillips too. Come again. Dream releases I have known. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Phillips identity, the Phillips supremacy. <laughs> But I, I, I thought that that was going to be a moment where I don't know why he would have done it, but I thought that was where he was going to step out and he was going to have the spatula and the, the spatula. Like yeah. God, but no, he just comes out with a crazy fat face at that point. Really, really horrifying makeup. I did think he was going to die. Really? Yeah, I was. Oh, I don't oh, know if I thought if I was hoping. Um, like when again, I'm. Rushing ahead here, but oh, the, you've been rushing ahead for a long while. Let's just get to the, the end. Um, the ambulance. I thought that was, I, I was sort of hoping it would end not completely abruptly, but, but like just. So Hanks has put himself in the ambulance to get away from the suburbs that have caused him so much pain and agony. Yeah, and it starts to he closes off, but then the doctor comes in. Yep, to inject him and to confess because he believes that uh, Tom Hanks knows everything, which he does not. Until the doctor yeah, foolishly confesses. Yeah, that's a, <sighs> a ridiculous move. Like, you know, he's saying, oh, you know what you saw. But you I know he's that. been in that position many times before. Yeah. He's had neighbours who have done that. So it's like, okay, well, I've had this before. I'll just get it done. Mm. His famous murderer, Larry <laughs> the Cable Guy, has always famously said. i got to kill someone. Get her done. <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> Cast 3, 2017. Is it 2017? It is 2017. It's next year. Cars 3, guys. Mater probably makes like five versions of himself. Materplicity. (laughs) (laughs) And they've all got different kinds of personalities. One's the stupid one. Guess which one that's going to be? It's going to be Mater. One's the smart one. Guess which one that's going to be? It's also going to be Mater. Lightning McQueen? Nope, Mater. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why are they making it? Pixar, stop! I want a um, oh. Finding William Defoe's character. Um, Gil. Gil, that was it. Couldn't remember his name. You want to know where I am? I was going to say. We went to see um. What did we go see? We saw Finding Dory. We saw Finding Dory today, and yeah. they spoiled the post-credit sequence. They have to list the cast. In yeah. the car section of the credits. So you've got Alice and Jenny and Brad Garrett and Willem Dafoe popping up there. It's like, oh, they weren't in the film. Oh. 
and that's at the end of the credits, boom, there they are. I thought maybe that I mustn't. I must have just missed a bit because they sort of catch up. They catch us up with Dory and what happened and find Nemo a tiny bit. <laughs> and I thought of some maybe maybe they just like slipped it in there really quickly. But you really want to pick someone to slip it in really yeah. quickly. I mean into that gaping hole that waiting for impacts for. Yeah. You just want them to spotlight. That's how they're such a tear jerking um studio. Jesus Christ. <laughs> because they get you inside out. <laughs> Sorry, they get you up. <laughs> Sorry, they get you Toy Story 3. Wait. <laughs> they give you Woody and Buzz and... And Ham. <laughs> and Slinky. Everyone loves a Slinky. Go, Slinky, go. <laughs> what else has Pixar done that's sexual? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Oh, hello, Spotlight. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Are, are you comfortable right now? You look pretty happy. That's what they asked her. Oh, no. oh. oh. <laughs> it's the sound they make. So, the doctor confesses. <laughs> yeah. Holds out a giant syringe full of green. Was it green? I didn't Top of the stuff was green liquid. No. He's a mortician, by the way. Works in the pathology department. Hmm. Have you seen pathology? Ooh, no. that might be a stay tuned. Could be. Pathology. Starring I've never even heard of pathology. Milo Ventimiglia. Oh. I'm, and Michael I've Weston. I've just got Heroes the movie. Then. And who's the other one? Someone else. It's got people in it. From the writers of Crank. They didn't direct this one, but they wrote it. Hmm. So you know it's got to be Crank-like. Which when you see Crank, you'll be like, oh, I get what Crank's like. (laughs) And of course, the answer is Crank's like awesome. (laughs) Because it's it's amazing. Do you know what that's about? Um, I assume it is uh, Jason Statham just twisting a... A handle. Which way? The entire movie. Well, for the half of the movie, it's one way, and then the other half, it's the other way. Does he take a break and look at the people who advertise Kit Kat and then wink at them and go, I'm going to go the other way, yeah? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you didn't expect that, did you? I'm fucking amazing at cranking. <laughs> and there's two movies of it, right? Ooh. Yep. Second one goes left and right. He has both hands. And it goes up and down. It's like one of those cranks that has like a a lever attached to it as well. Which is both going up and down and left and right. So you've got to move it to release it and then be able to push it. Is that up not and down. a joystick? That's what he calls it. <laughs> Come on, everyone, I'm going to twiddle my joystick. Audience participation time. <laughs> Press the button you want. That's the right button. <laughs> it's all jokes. Hello. <laughs> They get in the ambulance. Yeah. They're in the ambulance. They're in the ambulance. Johnny, they're in the ambulance. Yeah. They've been in the ambulance for a long while. They're probably waiting for us to tell them what happens. Um, what does happen? Oh, yeah. Oh, they, my goodness. The ambulance... Monologue! ...drives all through the cul-de-sac. Hands drives around. Yeah. Through the police cordon. Crashes into... 
Arts House. Arts House. Oh boy. And and stops sets it on fire. and and gets in the way of the pizza. Pizza oh, yeah. dude. Pizza yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many pizzas there were. Oh, five. Five. Five really? pizzas. Yeah. But they like were more... doled out into many little things because they were gigantic pizzas. Yeah. So they just shoved in these little boxes. That's how the Pizza Planet does it. I assume it's Pizza Planet. Is <laughs> that, that a deal Tom Hanks has got? Tom Hanks worked with Pixar way back in 1989 to make sure that that could be part of the Burbs <laughs> franchise. So look um, out for every in Pixar. You'll see a lot of uh, different details from the Burbs. A lot of skulls. A lot of skulls in there. <laughs> so yeah, they crash into Art's house. Mm-hmm. And then... Out on the stretcher. Yeah. Come Hanks and Gibson fighting each other. Yeah. That went on a bit too long. That was a bit. <laughs> what too the rolling? Long. Yeah, it's a great. It's a great shot of you know on the stretcher with them rolling away. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, really no, but it dog. just kept going back and forth. <laughs> it felt like. And then they hit onto the boot of the. Uh, the car. The car. And Corey Feldman goes, "Here's your evidence." Here's your evidence, bro. And then he turns to the camera and winks. No, no, Wendy Shell then looks at it and then screams close up. <laughs> Gotta have the scream queen back. Yeah. And there's a bunch of bones. Yep. There's Stephen King's bang of bones in there. <laughs> Piers Brosnan was looking at a lake and there was a bunch of bones appeared. <laughs> Is that what that film's book was about? Is that Piers Brosnan? Yeah, I don't know. Never seen, never read. I don't read much Stephen King, but I know it was, the lead character was called Piers Brosnan. All right. Star of Remington Steel and also that one James Bond film he did. <laughs> which was called To Mind of a Dice. Stephen King only acknowledges certain films in a franchise. <laughs> and that was one of them. <laughs> so. So. It ends with. It ends with. Bruce Stern versus Hans. Oh, oh, I was thinking got, it ends with. Um, you got to remember, Pinocchio. Hanks walking off. No, Hans is trying to escape. Yeah. Hidden away. Yeah, and he they gets... they slip on the plastic glass. There's, you know, a bunch of mess on the mud. Yep. And... <laughs> you really remember this. It's only Bruce been, Stern... what, half an hour? <laughs> Bruce Stern makes a citizen's arrest. He does. And Tom Hanks makes Thanks, a citizen's arrest. Tom Hanks does as well, yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot of citizens making arrests. Yeah. You know, rising up to help the police in what they want to do, which is shoot black people. Yeah. Of course. Because, yeah. I mean... Otherwise, black lives wouldn't matter. Which is why that Bruce Dern puts hands into a chokehold to make sure he can't breathe. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. Uh, America needs to be made great again, you know, guys. It's not great at the moment. And um, <laughs> no, fucking cunt, no. And then Tom Hanks hobbles off with his mother Mother's slash wife. wife. And says, fuck this, I'm done, I'm leaving. He just lo- he just looks at Carrie Fisher and goes, fuck this, I'm done. And yeah. he crawls back inside of her, where he belongs, yeah. his home. His yeah. real home. Not his suburban home, but his like, urban home. Yeah. His real home. And credits. <laughs> and weirdly, yeah, we go inside there with her, him and find that his, her uterus is aligned with the credits of this film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that's the lyric for you. That was the you. You were having to make jokes about Boo having sex with that. <laughs> wow. And what does Corey Feldman say when he turns to the camera? I love this. 
God, I love this street. This street. So it was a cold design, now it's a street. And then, like we did at the start with the Universal logo, and yep. we pulled into Middle America, now we... Pull out. As we should always do, <laughs> gentlemen. There's one lesson we've learned from this film. From <laughs> Carrie Fisher's discovery of what her son lover is up to, always pull out. <laughs> the Burbs. The Burbs. A film by Joe Dante. Yeah, it didn't feel like Joe Dante. That's like, interesting. It seems so Joe Dante. Didn't feel... Like, Gremlins didn't feel like this. Like, it didn't look like it, at least. Oh, no, so you're going aesthetically only? Oh, yeah. Textually, I, I mean, they make references to obscure films here. There's a horror element to it yeah. that's kind of kooky and done in a kind of knowing bite. I don't know if I would have... If I hadn't known. I mean, I even the music on. has got that kind of Gremlins... Yeah. The Jerry I guess Smith probably scores, just so. main, mainly the look of it I just wouldn't have right. associated with Joe Dante. But because he was trying to do something that's kind of jokingly yeah. different from just dark or strange or... What do you think Gremlin's look is? Alright, yeah, it's dark it, and It looks strange, like Judge but... Reinhold. <laughs> that's all I remember that film. It's just Judge Reinhold being great. Because Judge Reinhold, he's great. But it was bigger, you know? It was... By the way, you know what Judge Reinhold's Twitter bio says, no. right? It just says, my name is Judge. <laughs> How? That, come on. You've got to respect a man who is willing to take up his entire career and just make one reference for rest of development. <laughs> and that's it. That man. You've seen his picture on Twitter as well. No. It's him in a suit, looking at his watch with his trousers falling down. <laughs> I mean, he's just... This really sounds like you're joking. <laughs> I, I, I looked at it the other day just to make sure. Yeah, he's verified. <laughs> It's, that's impressive. Good for him. Do you think maybe he wasn't verified, but then he had to... He had to put his trousers down yeah. for Twitter. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it's the old him. charity, trousers down for Twitter. <laughs> Come on, everyone, let's do it. Yep. <laughs> so, so, Johnny. Yes, sir. Are you mad about this movie? Why are you movie mad? I'm not movie mad. I am slightly mad about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm mad as in... Oh, I was hoping for more. You're mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Oh... You're saying at the end of this film, they could have done more. Yeah. <laughs> well, done well, what what would you have liked if you could have done? I would have liked fucking just, terrorists. You right? want fucking terrorists? Yeah. My goodness, that's sexual violence element that's going to go and get eighteen. <laughs> I mean, that's you're, you're suggesting terrorists that go around raping everyone. Yeah. Carrie Fisher. Tori Feldman. Queenie Walter's dog. <laughs> I did like Queenie. Oh, just shitting on the yards. <laughs> but yeah, fuck the just... American flag. <laughs> fuck the pain away. <laughs> fuck the pain away. The bird. Da 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 da. Plump. Any last thoughts? Anything else? Not really. It didn't leave me. Did it leave you breathless? No. Oh, that's a shame. Do you want to give everyone a hint for what we're doing next week, then? Next week, we are doing The Mechanic. <laughs> Is that a big That's... enough hint? Or Guys, have a look at... Just type that word into the Google and see if you can find a movie like that. Because that's not a hint. <laughs> I don't know how, how to hint it. I don't... Right. Um, we're doing a Jason Statham film. Oh, wow. In Good. which he plays a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to try and do a hint. And we're not editing any of this, by the way. Yeah. 
Next week, we're going to do a Simon West film starring Jason Statham. There you go. Where is the mechanic? Oh, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we answered the question today of... Are you movie mad? The not answer, currently. The answer, not currently. Not currently. But I'm going to shake the eight ball again and see if I have to check back later. Because that would be really annoying if I have to keep doing that. <laughs> Prognosis negative? Not positive. <laughs> but not negative. You're running just, from the truth. Just middling. And what you're saying, as I'm sure everyone else is saying, is end it all. Yeah. End it all right now. Well, thank you for listening. Johnny, can we find you anywhere? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at movie underscore mad. How'd you find up that? How'd, how'd you find up that kind of nickname? That's a strange one. It was a... A name I took on upon myself. Really? Um, Did you, were you scared of movie mads when you were younger, so you decided to take that name? And no, do you know what? I took it from a... Um... From a dying man? <laughs> Ripped out of his cold dead hand? I took it from a a video rental store. Do you remember those? I, I, I've certainly been to a fair few in my time, three. There was a place in Ireland called Movie Madness, and it only shut last year, I believe. R.I.P. Movie Madness. Yeah. So I thought I had to live on as Movie Mad and to keep the name alive. But you don't. You're Movie Mad, not Movie Madness. Yeah, but I shortened it, you know. Oh. It's like a nickname. You rebooted it. Yeah. You're Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> movie Mad Beyond. And you can find me at Ethan Rumt on Twitter, so nice and easy. Done. Easy and nice. I don't think that's the same. I think you just lied to me. <laughs> well... Until next week when we're going to watch a mysterious Jason Stephen film where he might and might not play some kind of car-based worker doctor. Wow, the hints are getting harder and harder. Join us next time and have a lovely week. Bye. Bye. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. Podnose.